Welcome back, Fast Lane Learning listeners. I'm Kelly Moss, your ACAR Communications Director, and we are back with another all-new Fast Lane Learning session. Today's Fast Lane Learning is going to cover why you can't let your clients or their families jump on the couch. Do I have your attention? You're picturing it right now, aren't you? Because I know I am. As a reminder, our guests and subject matter experts for each of the Fast Lane Learning episodes are ACAR's Chair of Professional Standards, Jackie Casera of Howard Hanna Realty, and ACAR's Vice Chair of Professional Standards, Cindy Castelli of EXP Realty. Fast Lane Learning is fast and wild, so fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. ACAR's Fast Lane Learning is a weekly production where we will facilitate quick conversations about key topics in the business of real estate. This is an adult show, and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. It's time to buckle your seatbelts and get yourself prepared for some great real estate answers in a great short format. Welcome to Fast Lane Learning. I'm back here with Jackie Casera and Cindy Castelli for another episode of Fast Lane Learning. Do you remember that rhyme when you were a kid and talked about that talked about no more monkeys jumping on the bed? Well, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. In general, people know how to behave when they're in another person's home or do they? Let's talk about the consideration of property when you're, talk, you're taking a client through another person's home. What is the role of the agent in making sure that the seller's property is protected? You really need to um, walk with your client through the property. Um, I have seen cases where agents just kind of open the door and let them tour on their own. Oh. And that is just <laughs> not a good idea. I mean, you are the licensed person in the home, and you need to be with your clients. Um, you need to walk with them through it. If they have little kids, you need to, you know, keep the kids reined in. They need to not be, you know, jumping on the beds and, <laughs> and, um, and, you know, playing with the other little kids toys in their rooms. And I've, you know, you, you've seen all that, you know, when, when sure. you're out showing homes and, um, that's not it, that it's not your stuff. It's not your home. Um, you're a guest there and you need to be respectful of, of their space and, and their belongings. I still have flashbacks to the days when small children could be seen in someone else's family room unraveling videotapes. Oh, you know, and, and just I'm so <laughs> grateful that we don't have those anymore. Um, but I think that that the supervision of children is key. I mean, yeah. many people have children who need to accompany them uh, to the house, and we're not the babysitter, but we also need to be kind of the wrangler of everything that goes on in the house. Sure, and it's challenging. It really is. Because because to do that without being offensive, you know, when you have a different, perhaps just perhaps a different parenting style than the very casual person that you're with, um, you know, so that that could become something of a problem. But uh, but I think that, again, a lot of it has to do with explaining the expectations of the seller, you sure. know, and just talking about being respectful. I think the other thing that we have to be aware of is nobody can be loose in a house. Um, there was a situation not terribly long ago where someone forgot to lock up weaponry that was in a house and it was a house with overlapping showings and multiple people were coming on, uh, you know, things that could be potentially very, very dangerous. Wow. So, That's so volatile. I think, you know, it is. And so I think we have to, we're kind of the ringmaster in the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, so with that then, should a buyer's agent 
um, give instruction to their client before entering the home, especially if obviously if they're bringing children or other interested parties like their parents along with them. And then I guess, moreover, how can a realtor appropriately intervene Mm -hmm. if a child is separated from their parent and uh, jumping on the bed or the couch or any other item in the house um, or uh, absolutely getting into something they shouldn't? You're making us break out in a cold sweat. I'm Kelly. sorry. Just, you know, but it happens every day. Oh, you my know, goodness. And, it, it, and it's not, you know. It's so where not, does the intervention come then? I mean, do, is it the, hopefully is it's it the agent? Loaded. Hopefully it's something that you've you've done a good job in explaining ahead of time so that, that there is no separation of parent and child. <laughs> I, I think that's probably the most volatile possibility. Sure. But also, you know, you have situations where... Um, People want to bring other people to see the house. Sure. Let's do it all, you know, within the bounds of what's acceptable to the seller and the sure. listing agent and do it at one time so that, you know, we can, you know, you have the the parents of the child who's buying, the children of the parent who's buying, right. you know, and so it's, and sometimes it's all adults, but it's still, you know, it can become a circus. There's it, still wrangling you know, to be done. It is still wrangling. And so I think that, that again, kindness, which we've established early in the episodes, uh, kindness to everybody, but also a lot of uh, setting of expectations. Sure. And, and respect, you know, yes. being respectful. For and other people's property. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and hopefully the parents are, are parenting while they're in the homes. Um, but that's not always the case. And sometimes that can be uncomfortable as an agent to have to try to politely reprimand somebody else's child, but sure. you can't let them, you know, go off and, and break something or right. get hurt or something right. like that. I, um, a few years back, quite a few years back, I had a um, couple that were in from out of town and we were looking all day at homes. We must have been looking at probably 11, 12 homes in a day. And that's, that's a, a lot day. for a day to take yeah. in. They had three children with them. And when um, I met them and they saw that the, I saw that the kids were there, I have to admit, I was like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> I hope this is going to be a long day. But I got to tell you, these kids were amazing. They were so good. And I commented on and off during the day about how good the kids were. So when we were finished, finished with our showings, um, they, the parents, um, took three $50 bills out and handed each kid a $50 bill. And they kind of looked at me and I just kind of, I was just watching obviously. And, um, they said, listen, no judgment on our parenting style. (laughs) It was the path of least resistance. I said, "Hey, no judgment here. <laughs> Whatever judge that unfavorably. That's yeah, exactly. It was just great. Say, I'm like, that never works. That's, that's brilliant. brilliant. That's that's great value. It's genius. Yeah. That's the best hundred fifty dollars they ever spent. Absolutely, absolutely. But I always remembered that, and I laugh about yeah. it. But boy, did it work. Their kids were amazing. Well, so you kind of just set me up for for my last question. Then, so in the event that something heaven forbid in the seller's home is damaged then what happens you have to contact that agent and let them know what happened you know you have to be straight about it um i I was also in a home um one time where we walked in it said please do not on the door please do not let the cat out and so i made sure and you know you sometimes those are showing instructions as well and i always mark it on my printout and tell people before we go in that there is a cat in the house please make sure and um 
we got in, everything was fine. The buyer's dad was with them, and he went out to the car to get something and left the door open. So we came back up. We were downstairs, and I was just horrified when I saw the door open, and we could not find the cat anywhere. Oh, my gosh. So I, I called the other agent and said, listen, this is what happened, It you know, in... 35 years, it had been the only time that that happened that a pet was lost on my watch and I was just sick about it. So I went back to help them look. Eventually, we realized the cat was hidden behind something <laughs> under the bed. Very good. But yeah. but I literally went over and walked the neighborhood with the seller, helping well, to look for the cat. I was sick. I was sick yeah. about yeah. it. And um, but you do you have to be careful and respectful, you know, because it's sometimes pets that can get out or you know. So if um, you know. I'm going through the house and, and, you know, my small child, you know, accidentally knocks something over. Then you call the agent and then, then there's something, there's a, a, a situation to fix that in between then is what you're telling Well, me. And so much of it depends, again, on the preparation that the listing agent has given sure. ahead of time. Um, back to the pet question. We had uh, a seller who wanted us to have an open house at one point and uh, did not tell us that their pet... Um, English bulldog would be in a crate in the kitchen oh my. over which they were going to put a tablecloth. So all I could picture as I was learning about this was that a child was going to stick a finger in through the open crate and a, a perfectly innocent dog was going to f- feel invaded. You yeah, know? absolutely. And, right. uh, and so a lot of it has to do with making sure that the seller understands that there is preparation, whether it has to do with protecting statuary that just needs to be put away absolutely. or protecting toddlers, you know, from from yeah. whatever can happen. Yeah. So it just kind of goes back to that that whole be mindful, be wary, and and mm-hmm. make sure that you do your due diligence ahead of time. Right, it, it is, and and I will tell sellers, you know, put valuables away. Don't sure. leave jewelry out. Don't leave cash out. Things don't put like them in that. a drawer. Don't you know? Put yes. them really away. Away. Yeah. You know, put things away so it's it's not a Yeah, because you absolutely don't know. Yeah. Wow, those are all all great suggestions. So, well, we've arrived at today's destination. And I want to thank Cindy and Jackie for their input and their insight for today's episode. Please be sure to join us next week for the next Fast Lane Learning installment. And until then, as we always tell you, drive safely and keep your learning in the fast lane.